Here's that champagne you ordered, Mr. Simpson. Oh, thank you. Here. Wow! An award statue! Oh, it's a Grammy. Leslie Nielsen voice. Hello. Welcome. Oh, You're narrating a Disney cartoon. Am I? Uh, long ago in 1994. Or it's more like the infota- infomercial Looney Tunes com- uh, cartoons about like the House of the Future. Whack! Oh, no, wait. Oh, we can do Paul Free. No, no. In the House of the Future, in the, house the, of the future. refrigerator watches you. Your games will come on CDs with full motion video. And what about the ones voiced by Burgess Meredith? <laughs> no, we have Robert Culp. We don't need him anymore. <laughs> Holy shit. What a dumb What a dumb intro to uh, what should be a fun show. Um, Brett, you sort of forced this idea on me through something awesome. So, um, who are we? Who's oh, Brett? We'll say, we'll say uh, I'm Chris. I, I'm Tim. Tim Turry back in full effect. Uh-huh. Tim the Tornado Turry. We've been recording a bunch of episodes, so it feels like this never ended. Yes. What? Yeah. You came back the next week. This <laughs> is did. amazing. Did. Yeah, Henry Gilbert. Here I am. Henry's still around. Still alive, apparently. Past his death. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be sad if I die before this. Comes uh, no, no, no. You're not, you're not leading the poll, unfortunately. I have that luxury. Uh, I'm not in the front of the death poll anymore. I no. I was at one point. No, not after all that weight loss, brother. Mm. Doing a good job. I'm one... Uh, Taking illicit drugs and not eating. <laughs> Shitting all over my bed. Uh, that's a story <laughs> that, that, for a different show. That won't kill you. Uh, you don't think so? It's a bad sign. It does sense of a, a malfunction of a body. <laughs> if everywhere you brought your laptop it left a stain, you would probably take it into a doctor. Um, mm, um, what are we talking about? Oh, I'm so sorry. So this shows about your health problems? No, no, not at all. I'm just trying to be insert a little funny before we get fucking serious with award show talk. Well, you've already taken your headphones off and are walking away from the microphone. And uh, you take it. Oh, what? Oh, well, am I going oh, into the? the where did this award show thing so, start? Because you sent me something that so, was so. I, let me play a clip from it real fast. And if you guys get to the end of the episode with us, we're going to talk about it. It's uh, 1994 Cybermania, mm. a video game award show that aired on TBS. TBS. Here's the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cybermania 94, the ultimate gamer's awards. Lean back and strap yourself in as we blast into cyberspace. Live from Universal Studios Hollywood, it's Cybermania 94. Celebrating the very best in computer and cartridge gaming and interactive entertainment. Now, please welcome your very live and very interactive hosts, Leslie Nielsen and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> couldn't just a match made in heaven. Couldn't be too like. <laughs> where was Leslie Nielsen's stock in '94? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Wrapped firmly up the police one. Thirty-three and a third yeah, had just yeah. come out. Yeah, yeah. So, it was pretty big. He was coming up on Magoo. Um, I mean, it, one's too old to understand what's happening, and one's too young to probably have like, have any gravity of yeah, like, what's going on. I think on. the two of them next to each other make a funny-looking pair to look it's at. It's like they knew people need to laugh at this 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, like, <laughs> thank you. But I think he's he's a grown-up who will say the words he is told to say well, and the kids like him from the Naked Gun movie. And we were watching this, and I'm like, 
Yeah, that kid's good. Mm-hmm. I can see why he was so what, popular. What, JTT? Yeah, he's, 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 no, he's a he pro. He delivers his he's, lines Nobody really uses well. his evidence against me in the future. Good-looking kid. <laughs> Good-looking good kid, delivers <laughs> a line well, mugs well. Yeah, he does. And, Though yeah. it had the promise of... <laughs> there's the promise of him then of like, oh yeah, he'll grow up into a full-sized adult, not be a short man. But that <laughs> is, it is mean, the reality of Jonathan Taylor Thomas these days. Meanwhile, the short man. Um, well, uh, my, our old buddy Shane Patterson had texted Ooh. me uh, and said, you know, you guys are mentioning Duckman like every episode. And this episode will be no exception. Uh, oh, Jason Alexander's Duckman? Uh, yes, Jason okay. Alexander's Duckman. But he, it also because, like, uh, yeah, just so you know, Nancy Travis congratulated me on my engagement. I'm like, what? How the fuck do you know Nancy Travis? It turns out through his, his sister's work, if he does, she's on a sitcom with Tim Allen. Again, if you heard our cable episode what? how are we supposed to know tim allen has a sitcom right mm-hmm. now and uh he went to a <laughs> taping he went to a taping that was directed by jtt wow whoa uh wow that's all that's how old we, you should we have a right movie now. star fit we have a movie a friend in the business mm-hmm. that's not even what the show is is about hold on a second hmm. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is directing a sitcom With starring Tim, Tim, Tim Allen. Allen and the and the uh, uh, Bernice from Duckman. Well, this look this this is a it's, it's a, a small it's a time honored tradition in the world of sitcoms that eventually you start mm-hmm. directing sitcoms like say Jerry the Dentist from Bob Newhart like uh, he became a director. Marcy oh. Darcy from uh, Yeah, Married with uh, Children. I mean, oh. almost every I think at Almost every cast member of Start of Next Generation director. Uh, Jonathan mm-hmm. Frakes is like a legitimate oh, yeah. he, director he now. He became a film director of Time even... Stoppers. Uh, well, he Thunderbirds. He directed, Thunderbirds. I mean, he directed First Contact and Insurrection. He did. And John Hamm directed a few episodes of his show. Indeed awesome. he did. So, um, but yeah, this is about game show, award shows. It is, it is about award shows, and I can hear what you're saying already, and it's probably the opposite of this. I should have had more sound. Should I not go into the Cybermania? No, or? we're going to make people wait for that. Because I want to talk about it like unrestrained. Yeah, and, but just as a teaser of like, this was a please. video game award show before video games had any right to do this, <laughs> and it was jumping the gun so fast and so hard that I what what started it was I just randomly there's no reason I remember this yeah. for some reason this weekend I just it reentered my brain. Oh my god! In my ten years of writing about games from '04 to now. Mm-hmm. No one has mentioned this ever. It's, and we know people who have been doing this since the 80s, since the 90s, people who have founded companies and disappeared. No one has really, like, I was there, or lol, this thing from the past. It's I haven't seen on any list articles. Mm-hmm. I never This heard is a it. thing on TBS that just... When you yes. started to recollect it, did the name of the thing come to no. you? Or was it like, oh, was Jonathan Taylor did Thomas involved? It? I just, I, I almost tweeted, like, does anyone even, why would I do that? Just Google it. Mm. So I Googled, like, 1994 video game show, and that video popped up right away. And I was mm. like, wow, it's even called Cybermania. It's called Cybermania. But yeah, we'll get into it later. So but, I wanted but to talk wow. briefly about award shows because... Um, oh, it was exactly 10 years before the Spike Awards. <laughs> Um, mm, was the Spike Awards an anniversary? A hidden anniversary oh show? The, the Spike VGAs? Yeah. Oh, no, they were the Spike Awards. They became... Oh, no, wait. No, you're right. There's the Spike Man They awards. were the VGXs this year. Oh, what I did... Well, one, it was... It, I wanted to talk about stupid award shows. Because sure. they're all kind of stupid. Yeah, they all are. And it's yeah. like, clearly nobody needs those anymore. But I just did a quick uh, count. In 2014, uh, major networks will air 96 award shows. Wow. Tony's? Ace? 
it's insane. Uh, uh, the I Cable mean, Ace Awards are dead. Like, oh, those haven't happened in a long time. How fast do we want to get into that? Because that's that's the one like I, I got most fascinated. What the by. Cable Ace Awards? Let me. Uh, I'll, I'll go through uh, outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. The nominees for uh, the best dead Oscar categories are. Uh, <laughs> I could do that. Do you want me to do it like that? Uh, this feels like an Oscar episode. Uh, no, no I, did, I was just more fascinated by like the categories they had. I was like, well, wait, what won the Oscar first? What won the first Oscar well, for Best oh, Picture? As in, uh, was Wings. Henry Gilbert. Uh, I worked at a video very store. Very technically, oh, very yes. technically. I worked in a toy store. I don't know who started Hasbro. In the, <laughs> in, the, in the first Oscars, there were two awards, Best Outstanding Picture and best unique and artistic production. That's cool. They were both they were both like best picture, but what it's, they seem to dis- distinguish is like best real film and best uh-huh. popular film. Uh, Does that make sense? Best outstanding weird. picture, okay. and, and, they, and they, now they just make it ten movies. Now they make it ten movies and call it best picture because it makes no sense. Nine um, to ten, but I'd say award shows in general they make, get made fun of all the time because they are like they're the the most like shallow thing there is. It mm-hmm. is just. An excuse to give something to another person on camera in the hopes a famous person will show up, yeah. and then you can advertise around it, and you can be like, "Well, I'm giving you an award." Well, okay, then I'm famous, and I'll show up to be given an award. I don't need to be paid to show up. Yeah, I don't. Everyone my, my, wins. my ego is stroked. You guys get paid. I okay. don't think it started out like that, but mm. I do think they're also uh, they follow a very rigid, very 1920s. Rigid. Television well, yeah, format. It seems like they all. It seems like they all started from like a super insular Hollywood. Yeah. wanting to backpat and well, I what I did. I did. I looked at a couple of awards and how they end up nominating. Uh, how they end up getting to their nominees and the Oscars at least are like it's a jury of your peers, like a group of people decide this was awesome and this wasn't. White man, huh? I'm not a ninety year old white man, but it's like fucking, the Academy. The Academy. They're still like. Like uh, Judd Apatow is probably a member of the Academy. Oh, so I is see. Tom Hanks, oh, and like, and it does it. It is meaningful because it comes from it's meaningful. It's a meaningful award to receive because it comes from your peers. I see. I think. I think and every grip in Best Boy. I think, and but, I and uh, I got. I like. I remember them saying that like Titanic had to win mm-hmm. each year because it employed the most people, and so they would <laughs> vote for themselves. Like, hey, but award shows are generally cheesy and boring. And what I did find, I found like, well, yeah, they shouldn't exist. The modern day equivalent, I think. And we're and this is what we are, a list article. I was going to say top tens. <laughs> it, it, is a, it, we, it feels like top tens. The award show is a list article. It's like, here, let's reflect on this year of awesome things that we've done without really creating something new. And then they called it laser time. And uh, no laugh. All right, fine. We're getting bad. Well, you um, have a whole thing of canned laughs. I don't understand why. <laughs> You're right. And then we, they called it laser time. Thank oh. you. Uh, that that lady, she was really giving it up. That is a fake laugh. Lady. <laughs> it's, it's real. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. All right, Jinx. No, but I went. I went. I wanted to you look. Owe me a Coke that says "Buddy" on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or Jinx. Did, did you see? It Jinx may or? have been fake. The Reddit picture of all the Coke names lined up in order of how Lou Vega said them in Mambo Number no. 5. <laughs> Monica even, and Tina. Even if it's fake, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. We saw the two next to each other with John Connor. That's so what I like about the, uh, watching war shows is I actually find them really hard to watch, especially when it's over because like the the celebrity it, it, but I like watching cage celebrities. Like the, yeah. they're, the, the people who are sent by their show like 
hey, this will get us publicity. Give away this dumb award. So somebody who doesn't want to be there is stuck being directed by somebody they don't probably don't like they, to read words yeah. that aren't theirs to then hand something that isn't their award to somebody else you and then just step away. And I, I heard once uh, John C. Riley was on mm-hmm. The Daily Show summing up like exactly what it's like to read from a teleprompter. That he says that you're trying to act and read while playing Tetris at the same time. It's just like you're <laughs> trying to read to the bottom, uh, but not too fast. And... God, I heard that in John or C. Riley's voice. It made me happy. <laughs> He's trying to read. <laughs> He's talking about uh, talking at the Oscars. Yeah, I well, I, I went went back to the Oscars just to look, and like the nominees for best retired Oscar categories are, mm-hmm. as far as I mean, there should have been a drum roll here, but I forgot it. Uh, the Oscars, of course, started in 1927 and had a bunch of categories that no longer exist because things mm-hmm. are different now. Um, my nominees for Best Retired Oscar category, Best Comedy Directing. There, there, there is still <laughs> wow. no there's still no comedy award at the Oscars, period. They should have comedy directing. But, I mean, but it would be like trying to find out like music games, like top ten music games. Because the comedies aren't as aren't, aren't as common, I feel like, anymore. But yeah. the comedies are all over the place. But what this was for, at the very same time, the Academy realized we are not giving anything to Charlie Chaplin. Mm-hmm. And whether we respect his films or not, he wrote, directed, and starred... <laughs> In this amazing performance, even if we don't think it's as good as Wings, you know, the movie we all talk about every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wings. I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, exactly. It is Wings. Yeah. Wings. Yeah, the first. Uh, I but, thought of the sitcom. I don't remember. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah I did that, too. that should win an award just for Lowell. Um, but yeah, they basically created this phony category for Charlie Chaplin to get <laughs> an Oscar because he fucking deserved one. Now they just give him the Berlin. Now, what's the name of that? The award? Heretic yeah. Exile Award. <laughs> The one they give to people like, oh, you're about to die. Oh, the we- Lifetime Achievement? Not the Lifetime Achievement. Wasn't that what they did with Jurassic Park where they were like, they invented kind the special yeah. effects category because they were like... Maybe, yeah. Because there's no other way. There's Because even now, there's no way for the Academy to honor Jurassic Park. If, if, if it were... Visual effects. The yeah. best, yeah. It's visual effects, but only... But I think that's where... It, I want to feel like that's where it started, but I might be making that. Huh. I feel like Star Wars would have started that. The other, no- other nom- Another nominee for a retired Oscar category. I love this. Best title writing. What? Best wow. title writing. The uh, the year on this is 1927. So there are still silent films. Oh. So, so the guy who writes Heavens to Betsy <laughs> in between the billion player piano. Put him up. Put him up. <laughs> you can. <laughs> there was a, literally an Oscar for that. Best title writing. Um, a weird one. Best assistant director. Hmm. And then I think somebody. How do you measure was, that? exactly? Was title writing like I? I wish that it was like hung on to for so long so that like the artist could have come out and it's kind of like finally just like oh it's it's my time to shine again. Like then, let me tell you about words. They'd be broadcasting it on the Dumont Network and someone else is winning the award for titling his speech. Um, the best assistant director and then best dance direction was retired mm. in 1937. They don't make dancies anymore. They don't make dancies anymore. But that's that's my least favorite part about the awards awards programs, especially ones in the major networks. They still do choreographed dance routines mm-hmm. yeah. as if the last eighty years never happened. Well, the thought, <laughs> I yeah, it's I I think they're just so rigid because only a certain amount of people are professional award show directors and producers, and mm-hmm. so they all just have the same idea of like. We can't just have people giving awards to people all night. We gotta have a presentation of history, and then we need a dance number to. But mix so this, up. this gets to a, a core like issue mm. with like 
all entertainment, though, right. where it's like, oh, have an award show. Well, we can't just give out awards. Oh, we put on a wrestling program. Well, we can't just wrestle. Ah, it's a, it's a movie about robots that transform. Well, we can't just have robots that transform. It's like, where did this idea come from that, like, you got to have something to break it up? It's yeah. like, yeah. where oh. did that actually come from? Because... I just want the robots. I just want the wrestling, and I just want the fucking awards. Yeah, I don't care. I think about they feel like you'll get bored if it's the same thing. I think because the Oscars were happening before they were ever televised. Uh, but people the Oscars to see them. are boring. Though. They they are they're they're still boring. But for me, I don't like sports. It is like I get sports like I mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah. Scorsese, fuck yeah, you know. But you also like, get I, to judge I, their outfits. Yeah, and, I like watching in a group and like yeah. making fun of it mm-hmm. and like getting some enjoyment out of like, oh, I did like that movie. It's cool that that won. Like that's fun. I experienced the same pain and losses like watching my dad watch. But football. also like one, playing Oscar bingo that's when we've fun. gone to Oscar that's parties really it, or well, not Oscar bingo, but like counting who gets the most picks. Uh, right? Oscar mm-hmm. shoots and ladders. Those that's horrible because it it has completely exposed the thing of like oh well you should not vote for yes. the thing you think you, is best because that won't yeah. win like just talk of vote for the one that's getting the most buzz right now because that's who would have voted for it. Like, well, does anybody else have another award show they can bring up? Um, Cybermania. No, 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 wait. <laughs> save it. Save, save. I, I want to save, save most of the video games for later on. Well, there's all there's the video, the music video awards. The, yeah. No, the VMAs. Yeah, the VMAs. video music. Actually, awards. those are pretty. Those are August every year. right? They are. They mm-hmm. are. Uh, it has the the latest one September? has not happened as of this I believe recording. It was Dan but, Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy who hosted the first episode. Uh, Hank, I'm going to give you a partial clang because oh. it was the <laughs> the first. Host was Dan Aykroyd and another person. Eddie Murphy was next year. It was it was Henry Partial. Joan Rivers. No, damn it. Nah, I got it. More eighties. Cindy Lauper. Singy, dancy. Cindy Lauper. Madonna. Star of screen. Madonna. Stage. Saying to Johnny Carson, there we go, Brett Elston, the king, expert on musicals, Brett Elston with the (laughs) steel. Even in 1984, Brett Brett Midler was not the right person to (laughs) host. Brett Midler. That's, I, that's, Brett Midler. I, I do. It is indicative of a completely different time, though. It is such a weird. Those are such safe choices by dudes who were forty then. Are like these guys are hip, right? Bett Midler. And, did Bett Midler? So, did she ever get slimed? It was like Teen Choice oh, Awards. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So as a kid, I kept getting Bett Midler confused with Mud Butler. I got <laughs> who's Mud Butler? No, it's just someone you hired to take care of. Just the mom. idea oh, of house. Mud Butler. I got her confused. This is the extent of the joke. I thought Bette Midler was Barbra Streisand for years. So the VMAs, like, they always like to advertise themselves as, like, unpredictable. Anything could happen. Somebody's going to, like, fuck the stage. (laughs) Dry hump the stage, which is what Madonna did. And everybody's pointing it out. It it is bizarre because I was just reading headlines um, a week or so ago about, like, Beyonce nominated for Performance of the Year will perform at VMAs. And, like, what what the fuck has MTV done for Beyonce? Mm Mm-hmm. Like paid her a lot of money to show up and perform. Yeah, like, like what? Why you don't? What place do you have played, honoring uh, music? They played "Say My Name" four hundred thousand times they, in nineteen ninety nine. I mean, they ago. owe her. Yeah, she she owes them. Yeah, but like in a way, what music do they play anymore? Like I I have occasionally tuned in MTV. Well, it's still it's the style. Thing, I suppose. Right? So I suppose. it's like it's a lifestyle of they like play music being in pop oh, culture, and she they is play, that. They so. play music over their reality shows. Yes, they do. They do, and now they even like cite them, and I do I do think that's cool. That they do that. That's 
that's cool. You can go look at the playlist and you can uh, look for more stuff. <laughs> yeah, by Grey's Anatomy sites, it's playlist. I would no, but like, but live, like, uh, like while the song is playing. I wish they would have had that when I was watching Daria back in the day and wanting to know, like, who is these people that are Cake singing it's, over the It's always Breeders Cannonball. That's always who it was. <laughs> no, it was Cake on one of them, like, who will pay for your rock and roll lifestyle? Yep. What was that called? So were we you, are so old. So were you still angry at MTV for not playing videos when you were watching Daria? No, no I, I was just loving Daria. No, I, no, so it's okay when you like the show. I, I'm not mad at them for not playing videos. It just seems like, but you're not really a music thing anymore. Well, they still had on Buzzbin back then. In Can we please, minutes. for the love of God, not talk about right. MTV doesn't play what, music. Do you know who has the most number of wins at the MTV Music Awards? I'm going to say Madonna. Henry. Green Day. <laughs> no, it's, it's Madonna. Woo. I'm a big Madonna fan. I can't. I, yeah. can't, I can't resist. She's won everything, including the, she's won everything from like she won something the first year. She sang like a virgin the first year. Yeah, yep. and, and then she won. Hump the won, stage in a wedding dress. She won the like lifetime achievement award. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, she kissed Britney Spears and man, Christina so Aguilera, which nobody like. They cut away to poor, Justin Timberlake. Poor Christina Aguilera, because she was like, <laughs> "I'm going to be in the news too. I'll also kiss Madonna. It'll be the story of me and Britney kissing Madonna." And, and like, they, nope. they cut away in the crowd to Justin. And Timberlake's reaction, and you do not see it. You do yeah. not see Madonna kiss Christina Aguilera. Poor Christina Aguilera. Speaking of which, who wait, wait who won? Who's who's last year's recipient of Video of the Year? Since we're so smart who and music savvy, CeeLo. Uh, no, no. Uh, Bieber. Was there a Weird Al video? Fuck you no. today. No, I do want to get into something like that. Uh, Bieber, not we, Bieber. Hence, we've already said his name in the discussion of MTV. Music. Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd won the 2013. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh, yes. It was a. It was a 30-minute long spoken word track on the existence of ufos and chemtrails <laughs> i don't know i'm just saying it's i'm just saying here it's justin timberlake I oh come on oh, i well, had a retro choice. however most wins in a single night is my favorite um uh, trivia category michael jackson an artist no you will never get it is it uh, a singular we'll, artist we'll get, we'll get yes yeah, single artist fred durst <laughs> it should be what brandy chip <laughs> It's now it's all before that. Thomas Dolby. It is no a little, more, little higher, a little higher. Decade. Little what, wider. De- what decade? I mean Madonna. Late eighties, early nineties. A man. A man. Uh, it, we'll never get it. Alright, fine. We'll never get it. Um how about this? Um no, I don't I don't even formulate that into a clue. It's Peter Gabriel. Oh, a the sledgehammer! Well, sledgehammer was the most played video, I believe. When they yeah. did, when MTV was celebrating their one millionth video played, mm-hmm. uh, sledgehammer was the most played of all. They they were counting down the most played videos of all time, mm-hmm. and it was sledgehammer was number one. In 1995, I swear to God, it had to be ants marching. And, but number four, number four on the list. Here, here's, a, here's an interesting thing. Number four on that list was. Um, Video kill the radio star, yeah. and they made sure that that was the one millionth video. Oh, play. did they really? Yep. I do remember that because it was the first video played. Yep. Yeah. Do you, know, you know the name of the band? Uh, the VCR stars. Mm, it's the Buggles. I believe. Oh, the bu- fuck! I, I, I did know that. I, I knew that once. Isn't that Harry Potter? The Buggles. <laughs> Uh, the Buggles, that's uh, one of the award shows. Uh, the only one I think I, I haven't tuned into it for years. I would if I knew it was happening. The MTV Movie Awards. Yes. Which seems to wear being a joke on its sleeve and like that's, an excuse to get celebrities out. And I like shit. that about it. Yeah. yeah. It's at the start of the summer. So they get all the summer like ad campaigns rolled into it. They usually get a comedian hosting it mm-hmm. who like makes fun of it. 
Like, uh, I, I watched one with Sarah Silverman. Mm-hmm. It was the year Transformers was coming out, but the VMA, or no, the, the movie awards were before Transformers came out. And Transformers won the award of th- film we think will be best. And it was like a preemptive <laughs> so, award. And then Michael Bay came up on stage and he's like, wow, I can't believe we won an award because I just finished editing it today. You guys are going to love Transformers. Incorrect. He was but right. I love that that basically is like what we did for the Platinum Chalice Awards, mm-hmm. which is why I had so much fun doing that at Radar. It was everyone does their end of the year and does a very straight laced best graphics, best RPG. And we best, did one of those too, show. didn't we? Well, we eventually did because yeah. of the, we were told to. Mm-hmm. But we started in 06 was this goofy thing of like most graphics most it's like what does that even mean who cares and then the okami too beautiful the okami too beautiful to live a war like Mm -hmm. just thinking of dumb categories like movie that'll probably be good it was but it it served the same purpose it was a reflection of the year it was still a reflection but didn't need to tell you that halo was awesome yeah but that one was (laughs) funny because there was always they made like a series of Will Ferrell shows up and yeah. just does a funny scene. No, the sketches are great. Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson do a silly sketch together. Like when they were pitching... No, it was Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn pitching uh, Titanic 2 to James Cameron. Mm-hmm. They're like... It's just Vince Vaughn looking at the camera like, let me just tell you, I just want to say one word here. Sequel. Huh? <laughs> eh? yes. Look, I just said it. Let's think about it, guys. I, I remember that one of my... The favorites of wow, recent memory, and it's almost ten years old. Is Ben Stiller hosting, and he was, but he was also promoting Tropic Thunder, mm. and so in his sketch was him on with uh, Jack Black and Robert Downey Jr., who also in the movie, but Robert Downey Jr. put was on an Iron Man acting mask. too good for the room because Iron Man had come out before Tropic, like right before Tropic yeah. Thunder, and he's he's just all he has on is like preschooler. Iron Man plastic stuff and just keeps firing <laughs> shit at Ben Stiller's face in between it and it was really cute and funny. Uh, yes, MTV Movie Awards are my So favorite. let's talk about... Well, I like what Tim mentioned oh. real quick. You mentioned Weird Al. Oh, yeah. And he was in the news vaguely relating... I can segue into one of these by by, by a Weird Al. He, got, he rose to the top of what charts, Tim? Well, just like iTunes. <laughs> the music chart. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like, what... Because did you see like on the Tom the Tom Green show wherever that's streamed? It's not on a channel. Oh yeah, yeah, that where he went to live, just oh. the internet after after the late nineties. <laughs> yes, like. yeah, but he he presented Weird Al with his Billboard number one thing mm-hmm. and like I, the last comedy album to do that was um, Bob Newhart in the sixties. Oh, that's right. That's such a weird thing where it's like so Weird Al now mm-hmm. uh, top of Billboard charts, but then also like. Death Clock, you remember? Yeah, like yeah, the Death yeah. Clock album was like the highest ranking metal album of the all higher, time. Metal album or comedy Nobody album? Yeah, buys yeah. But, album. Like, but Tom like, Green presented him to this thing, and like he almost cried. Yeah, because it meant Aww. so much to him. And, and I didn't want to tell him, you know, this is meaningless. Like there were five thousand like legal downloads of music last the, week. The other weird, like awesome side note thing about that is mm-hmm. that like Weird Al just broke out of like there was the first thing he did after he broke out of his like ten year yeah. Sony contract, and he's just kind of like I'm gonna do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. And, he, and I will. Uh, so I'm so I used to have to be embarrassed to be a Weird Al fan. Like my fuckhead friends would make fun of me in the in the nineties, right? And, and now it's now everybody loves Weird Al. It's great. I like. I I was a huge Weird Al fan, but it, specifically it was Alapalooza and Bad Hair Day that were the mm-hmm. ones that I just, yeah. Really stuck with, but then it made me Very wish stupid, I. Baby. It made me wish I would have uh, paid more attention to uh, Might Be Giants. Oh, I can help you out with that because I, I like everything like I've it. heard. Really, I lived. I was the biggest They Might Be Giants fan. It's my first for, show like, ever. Yeah, mine too. It was from ninety. 
I was a fan from 92. I guess that would be when I saw the Tiny, Tiny Toons episode. Yeah, the Tiny Toons. And then in, oh, in, hell. Until, yeah. until 96 or 7, like when... Uh, yeah, Factory Showroom. That oh, was, I love Factory Showroom. Uh, but, but after that, then it was like... they were The Spine of, is really good. If you there would have been spine. someone that would have explained to me that most of those songs were all by one band... Yeah. Was it most of them? It's two it was, guys. It, they're all, almost all written by two guys. Okay. The Johns. If someone would have explained that to me and handed me an album or showed me where to beg my parents to get me one, I would have mm-hmm. totally been into them. No, yeah, they Tiny were... Tiny Toons got me into them. Yeah, yeah it was... I mean, and that was a... Trick. They were on Warner. It was like uh-huh. it, it for was. A little while. It was corporate long. synergy. Flood was a Warner album. Yeah, not for very long. Though. So that them being on Tiny Tunes was corporate Post-link. synergy. That, but where do you? I'm more of a Linnell guy than Flansburg. No, you, you don't like the, the poppy stuff. I'm just saying Flansburg tries a little too hard, while Linnell seems more genuine. That's I did. See, I did see them live. What has Birdhouse in your soul? Uh, Linnell sings that one. Oof. Flood. I'm your only friend. Not your only. Yeah, friend. that's. I love that song. Oh yeah, you should totally check out that album. It's great. Yeah, the fl- um, floods. Flood, yeah. I I like their first two more than flood, but flood is the right place. I like to start. because I remember I was looking for a poster from They Might Be Giants to put on my wall, and like remember your only choice there was no internet, so your choice is like the back of Rolling Stone and Musicland. <laughs> yep. And then fuck every week on Clarissa explains it all. She has like this giant tableau in the back to flood. Mm, if you go back right. and look at the yeah, episodes, yeah. it's so unfair. But you, the Billboard Music Awards, mm. to- like. Totally. Does Billboard shitty? magazine still exists. Yes. Wow. Why? But they, at, least, <laughs> at least they only they, they factor in like downloads and I think even tweets. And at least the awards uh, are based in I think maybe you else would appreciate that instead of like an arbitrary vote. It's like, well, no, the nominees are based on chart performance. You're nominated, mm-hmm. and then the public gets to vote. Like, why of is this the, attributed to me? I, well, because it's like it's not like because it's data driven. Is that a thing I do? Eh, sometimes, like <laughs> it, this is incorrect. I feel like I hear you say some variation on every seven seconds. Uh, um, but that's not correct. But <laughs> it is. That just mean you're wrong a lot. I don't really. <laughs> understand. That's even, the right way to read it. I think. <laughs> but even but that's what I'm saying. Like uh, it's 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 chart pro, it's it's chart based, which means it should be boring. You could spoil the show for yourself. <laughs> yeah. By reading the charts right. ahead of time, yeah. but uh, it's still it's still based on that. Um, and who won last year? Anybody? Uh, Justin Bieber. <sighs> Katy Perry, close. Katy Perry, Justin, Justin Timberlake, Timberlake, Justin wow. Timberlake. Everybody, he's on a roll. Thank God, he is. He's on a he's on a roll after he's on a twenty year thirteen year hiatus <laughs> from music. From no, music. he had like never stopped. No, he did. He started in the really. Love Guru. I mean, no, he 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 was acting. That, the, no, like, there were albums and like. He was only ever out of music for like a couple of years at a time. No, I, th- I thought it was much longer. No, like the story. Mm. So this five six years where you didn't listen to the radio at all when we were no, the future. The, the, the he se- had a huge album. No, he had he had the sexy back shit and then nothing until this year, no. until last year. No. Yes, no. there is not another Justin Timberlake album in between there. No, not an album, but he yeah, kept he being made, in songs. Yeah, he was in like Lonely Island sketches. And no, that. and he like did. He had a song with Madonna, then he had a song with someone else, and he had a song with those. Someone I else. don't know that I wasn't listening. Yeah, to like before. he was. These were huge, huge hits. But he had no album. The, re- the reason, the reasoning I read why he had to put out an album is because Ticketmaster paid him in like 2003, paid him 20 million dollars to do a concert, and it was like running out. Oh man! And he's like, "Fuck, I need an album." And it's like turned down an album in like five months. <laughs> toured around it, and like may never go back to music again. He doesn't need it. He doesn't. Like, need he doesn't it. need it at all. And if he has no passion for it, then fine. I mean, like, he has like three singles out right now. So uh, off of one album, they're all pretty good. Well, like who who makes money on music anymore? I think Anybody follow the money, man. I think that's the thing. I was and I was. We were having some conversation about game movie. Well, games basically, and because like 
the landscape has changed. There's no more billions of dollars wrapped up in any of these businesses anymore. And I think eventually you'll get just nothing but people making it for the love and they make like 60k a year so mm -hmm. good who cares if there's music the money in the music industry anymore we'll get better music out of it I think I've heard la I heard an interview I heard an interview with Aladdin Rain Wainwright recently where he was talking about how he only he only gets to he, is, he was a popular musician in the 70s mm -hmm. and he only gets to make put out albums now when he tricks people <laughs> he's like oh you're another old guy who doesn't realize my albums don't sell at all like let me trick you into publishing my next album and he says he's running out of people to trick yeah, well, he knows he can just put them on the internet right and like have people buy them yeah, Dude, he's, you he's a fine. 67 you're year old trying to describe man. the internet to loud and wayne right He's a sixty-seven-year-old man who writes acoustic songs that are ironic. I may, and I'm making the distinction here. The this is before we go to the break because we really don't care about this. But this is how many award shows are on. I know the name of this because it's been on Fox for years. The American Music Awards. Mm -hmm. That's uh, a Dick Clark one. I it think. is yeah. 1973, created by Dick Clark. And well, how, I know a lot of them. This episode, don't I? how are they? How are their awards determined? Uh, well, isn't it vote? That is people's voting. Right? And what's people, the problem with that, Henry? Uh, people are stupid. Dumb public. Dumb public. I thought everybody else was watching the birthday. I love too. that That's, song. I, I love fucking birthday. love that opening. I don't. I don't agree with it. The public is not dumb, but with the ones who vote for American Music Awards do. Well, what wins on the AMA? Uh, I don't know because I didn't gather that much. I just wanted to know how they were decided. Like, why yeah. have all these award shows? And it turns out that like they do kind of exist because they all use different criteria, trying to be professional on who gets brought in, uh, mm -hmm. who gets nominated for what. The first, the first duo of hosts, no one will ever guess except you already guessed one of them. Uh, what? Michael Jackson and Donny oh. Osmond. Uh, oh, let's get wow. through this. And we will go to break and we'll get That's back. That's because Michael Jackson good, was good friends with Dick Clark. Exactly. You guys know a lot about award shows. It's, dude, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I know Dave, you people. haven't had much to say. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to blow through these so we can get the stuff we want to talk about. Because uh, uh, one of these award shows, the one I want to bring up and talk to you guys the most about, involved video games uh, and has never been televised. So we'll talk about that when we get back. Hey everybody, sorry this is late, I was out of town, and we have something special to announce that it's, now that it's finally set up, a bunch of you guys have inquired how can you write stuff for laser time, and finally with the help of uh, Tony, you may know him from Front Towards Gamers, Working Games Radar, or his appearance on a recent episode of Cape Crisis, uh, he's helping me out accepting submissions from everybody, so like, our goal is that you wonderful, heroic volunteers submit us stuff, and we help you try and get everything in, in tip-top shape, and we get you published uh, to a growing audience, because that's what we are at Laser Time. We were just a little tiny audience on the internet, uh, capable who just want to talk about fun things. And if you have any funny, silly thing you'd like to share in feature form, that's what we want to provide for everybody. We just want to provide an outlet for everybody. Want to plug your site with a neat little article? No problem. A um, bunch of people have asked. Now we finally have a solution, and it's not all up to me. Thank God, because oh man, uh, producing, hosting three podcasts every week, coming up with all the content, creating all the video content. And trying to do that was starting to kill me. Speaking of which, um, if you go to lasertimepodcast.com, you can find that article and more. The submission email is officially lasertime submit. I forget, actually. I don't have it written down in front of me. Lasertimesubmissions at gmail.com. Um, but there is an official submission line, which you can find if you go to lasertimepodcast.com. Also, new shows from everybody. 
Uh, I don't mind telling you I had a shitload of fun on Video Game Apocalypse last week. Anybody who listened to it was either ecstatic or angry, and I'm cool with that. There's no middling reviews. <laughs> you, can, you can hate what we did, but we fucked with the format a little bit. This week will be a little more straightforward, even though the tyranny of Michael Rapares is at an end for this week. Uh, it'll, it may be back next week. You'll have to ask him. Wiki Pares, uh, but that's up. Got a new episode of Cape Crisis for that ass. Star-studded one last week with everybody. And my favorite, it was an all-new cheap podcast where we're talking about alternatives to the WWE. And we watched the NXT uh, pay-per-view event. And it was so much fucking fun. You can hear us talk about uh, Hood Slam, which is this crazy thing that happens locally involving wrestlers dressed up as a... Uh, Deadpool and Wonder Woman and Street Fighter characters, as well as my new favorite wrestler, the Prohibition Era, Drugs Bunny, sprays cocaine everywhere. It's fucking awesome. You can find all that and more at LazyDimePodcast.com. You can support us by buying anything through the Amazon links that you see. You can click on that link. You do not have to buy that thing. As long as you shop Amazon during that visit, you'll kick back a couple cents to us, and hopefully it'll get us to grow a little bit in the right ways and help getting people, you know, compensated. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Let's get back to the Turdy Award Show. Lazy Time, second segment. All aboard! Let's go! Oh man, Tim, what did you do? You guys know a lot about award shows. You really do. It, dude, I looked this up before I came up, like two minutes before you came up. No, 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 no. There's no way that just three of you just did a bunch of research right before this. This is deep-rooted well, I mean, knowledge. No. I watched a lot of them and watched a lot of histories of award shows. Okay, too, well, right? the, you're, not, well at least, you're not somehow like digging yourself out from that. Like, <laughs> No, I've merely used spent additional time. <laughs> whenever, I, whenever I thought, when I thought about this category, I remember like for years MTV ran... Like a one-hour documentary on its own award shows. Yeah, I watched like three every weeks leading leading up to its award like, shows. I remember seeing oh for for one of the VMAs, for one of the VMAs, they were talking up how they had Madonna was going to come out and they were going to have uh, people dressed as Madonna, like drag queens dressed as Madonna, Madonna in all her different looks. And so then they talked to like the the super gay stylist who <laughs> found them all, found all the drag queens. So, not related to award shows, but what do I, you remember MTV, uh-huh. 1999, yeah. the whole lead up to Phantom Menace coming out and before anyone knew what the sham of this movie was going to be? <laughs> that, that song was like, on TRL, was like always tied with like Ricky Martin. and It was. The Duel of Fates? The Duel, oh, of, the Fates. Duel of Fates. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, I just mean like... In I don't like, remember the hype for it. The but. whole month leading up to it, mm. it was like... Every day, some made-for-MTV special about episode one. No. Including what I remember... I, the last thing I remember seeing before getting in the car to go watch the midnight release uh-huh. was a montage... <laughs> an episode one montage set to Orgy's Blue Monday. <laughs> wow. Like, done non-ironically ah. on the network. Like, Okay, well, here's uh, an award show for you. The Blockbuster Music... Uh, the Blockbuster Lord. Awards? Yeah. Well, most rented VHS... <laughs> I didn't Those look two those up. twin but Well, the one thing I know about the Blockbuster Awards is from listening to Comedy Bang Bang, which 
If you Walk remember the song, the uh, the kick in the cunt song yes, from, from Run, Ronnie Run, from Run, Ronnie Run. Elson hasn't seen it. It won the DVD Extra Award at the Blockbuster <laughs> Awards. Wow. Hard to be deliver that even. Uh, this this was <laughs> well the name of that, the name of that song isn't that song. It's called like the comp or the chimney song something like that but so they won uh, uh scott ackerman the host of comedy bang bang tells a story about him and bob odenkirk and jack black winning that award and being given it by roger daltrey of the who <laughs> <laughs> and then and then bob odenkirk trying to talk to roger daltrey and daltrey was like not interested like not, he didn't want to hear about the writing of that song. weird that's really funny because that ah fuck that, that did remind me i had a bunch of uh MTV Movie Awards I did want, want to bring up. On the block, the Blockbuster Awards, I believe, ran on UPN. And, did they? Uh, the, so two They're, things that no longer canceled, exist. It's been canceled for almost 15 years. UPN? Jeez. No, the Blockbuster, oh, Blockbuster Awards. Awards yeah. Yeah. No, it was a very limited award. I mean, they only did it for a little while. Exclusive. Just, uh, did you put the CMTs award. on here? I didn't because there was some controversy about that. Either because oh, there was also too the many. CMAs. Yeah, they're like there are there are a lot of like not any other no other genre on the networks gets an award show. There's not mm-hmm. like a the Rock Awards. Right. What well, country music? The gets country a, music fans I think have are a very dedicated audience that yeah, show it's, up. It's like, like they, that, char- that, that. Dedicated piecemeal. is a real nice word to put there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a very sweet way of putting <laughs> uh, failure to move on and appreciate new things. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a genre. It's like it, it's just a genre of music. There's no reason to judge it as worse or better than another. Yeah, I can't help it. I, at least from Minnesota, it's just everywhere. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, thing. I don't love country music either, especially like the only country music I like are ones sung by very old people. Like yeah, sure. It either gets like incredibly poppy. They want Hank Williams or yeah. Yeah, no, that, someone that, singing about... You know, I, I love it. even, even the racist rednecks. I'd rather listen to an angry racist redneck than uh-huh. like Shania Twain pop. Or like that, I don't. I don't even have a fucking example of Shania like Shania Twain, twenty years like old, like Happy but... Alan Jackson. And Shania Twain's probably still closer to solo country cups. than it, probably. But, well, no. When I've listened to the times I've listened to modern country, I'm like, this is just the same song. This is absolute like the same song each time. Yeah. I'm just saying, and I'm a ring down there, down Don't you call you call Henry Hank? Yes. Is that right? Yes. And her, yeah, damn. <laughs> Sometime I want to do a country episode. We should, we should, because you and I have some weird. I I don't listen to country music. It's just Uh. for two years. Well, my mom did, so I heard it through her, and then two years that I didn't take the bus to school, and she drove me to Mm -hmm. school for these specific two years. So I heard the same. 15, 20 country songs that were hot in like ninety two to ninety four, and I think, but I think and it they are burned in my brain. For I only life. have that. Look, I love Garth Brooks. I loved Garth. Brooks. That's around yeah. that time. This is a real weird tangent that we're on currently, no, no. and also I'm going to take it down one further tangent. But yeah. we've talked about video games and video game music a lot. But yeah. can you think of one video game that has like primarily features country music at all? Just even like a little bit, Only even G- remotely. The GTA Country Stations, and it's it's good usually. Uh-huh. Um, well, I they think have good taste in music. The only time it also. gets there is huh. like it's probably because it's a Western game, and they try to use they'll put like a steel. Yeah, but even then, it's know, like some like peaceful. Yeah, guitar. like they'll put in what is it the the thing that makes the. Wait, what guitar? were you going to say about guitar? your, like, your bam, mom's bam, the bro. music you would hear in your mom's car? I, I interrupted by saying Garth Brooks, but. Well, uh, I don't know. All Alan, I, Alan Jackson. All I have to go off of is anyway. that Animaniacs episode where Brain dressed up as Bubba Bo Bob Brain. Mm. God damn it, that, that is that so good. Leads me to believe that country was a very short-lived phenomenon, 
Because I was into it too. No, they still sell a shitload of albums. No, I know, I, but like with the mainstream, like yeah. the Achy Breaky. It period. blew up through Achy Breaky and Garth Brooks, yeah. and then there was this like five year period where it was like this is mega, mega, yeah. mega huge. That's what, what that's what I'm talking the about. The Achy Breaky era. The <laughs> ones I don't like that I've heard. The and then Majin Buu most... showed up, and that took us <laughs> out of it. The ones I dislike are the joke ones where it's just like. Yeah, so just some dumb joke about and my pickup truck is more faithful than my well, now, wife. Well, now the most recent one it. is about it's about a girl singing about girls in country songs. And uh, how, yeah. yeah. She's gone country? She's I gone think. country. I need to give this a listen. We all the, Look at them boots. My she favorite gone. dumb country song, it's, and it's thoroughly sincere. If I die before I wake, feed Jake. He's been a good dog. It's <laughs> all about his dog. That's nice. Uh, that's if I die nice, before I wake, that's feed a Jake. Nice sentiment. There, and there's a fucking but that's cheap too. You're going after dogs. There's yeah. A, yeah, like, there's a boring. But it came ass, from here. There's a boring ass karaoke looking music video for it too. You got to see it. Uh, I wanted to go through it like because I did. What I do appreciate about the MTV Movie Awards are the categories they give, and here the, their past award categories. Uh, made me giggle, even the ones that last for one year. There was Best Summer Movie so far, which is total horseshit. Wow. Uh, Transformers, I think, won that too. Okay. Um, Best Kiss? Best Kiss. Best Kiss was, uh, that was a couple years, I think. Remember, I the two winners I recall are Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man mm-hmm. and, uh, and when Spider-Man won, Kirsten Dunst came up, and it was nominated against uh, Daredevil. Which was, and then when Kirsten Dunst was on stage, she's like, I think, didn't Daredevil just rip off our kiss? Like, she said that. <laughs> and then the other winner I remember was Sarah Michelle Geller and oh, uh, cool Selma Blair. Yes. Cool oh, because that's a reverse Spider-Man, right? Because they were standing up both facing each other. No. no <laughs> Kids, uh, your homework assignment is to go watch Cruel Intentions and imagine... The it freaked ma- out the world that mounting, two girls would kiss The mounting on energy th- in my erection like before internet porn that that was the hottest thing. I, that it was a hot hottest, scene. It, it was a hot the scene. the sexiest thing ever. I took two women to it and they slept with me afterward. Two teenage girls to it and they slept with me afterwards because that movie was so sexually charged mm. before we had any other... <laughs> any other some sort of Some sort of... Like resolution, to it that. was great. Yes. And that Joshua Jackson, he played the he played the gay guy in that film, and I he did he did such a good job of it that I'm convinced he is gay. You but, know, <laughs> it, now you can say that now. I was you just bringing girls. Anal. Convinced a murderer yeah. in a movie is an actual murderer. I was yes. just bringing old girlfriends <laughs> to Waterboy, which I don't Ooh. think was probably the right course. I actually. That's why yeah. I didn't close the deal. Oh, yeah. that'll dry up a vagina. How did you know I didn't uh, close a deal, Henry? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, do you know who won who won MTV Movie Awards first uh, award for best kiss? Uh, what the year is 1992? 92. Batman Returns? No. no. <laughs> no. Uh, I'll, say the no I'll say the nominee is for okay. the winner. Don't look at the screen, Tim. I can see you wanting to. I'm not, I see you wanting to. I, I, I can't know you're read not. from the uh, uh, Angelica Houston and Raul Julia and Adam's family. But it's, what a stayed kiss. And who could forget? What, him kissing up her arm? <laughs> yeah, right before the mamushka. Uh-huh. Uh, and who could forget Annette Benning and Warren Beatty and Bugsy? And Ooh. wow, this is a creepy nominee: Juliette Lewis and Robert De Niro in Cape Fear. I believe Robert Ooh. De Niro forcibly licks the side of her face. And not sure if that was a consensual Ooh, kiss. Boy. Uh, hilarious MTV: Priscilla Presley and Leslie Nielsen in Naked Gun Two and a Half. Wow. Uh, the winner was. It's very sweet, Leslie Nielsen. It's very sweet. Uh, my girl, my girl, oh. my girl won. Anna, Her first kiss with Anna Klumsky and Macaulay Culkin. And remember, I can't, he pick, just kisses a beehive, right? Isn't that what, <laughs> that's what I remember. <laughs> I, when I try to picture her, I just picture Jonathan Taylor Thomas in a wig. 
<laughs> you're not far off. That's, I can't remember what she looks like. Kid, That's what I picture too. Are you thinking? Of, you're thinking of my girl too. Uh, okay, that uh, kid totally e- looks like even him. girler. Wasn't she the daughter of like a mortician or something like that? Yeah, that's yeah, how they had the his corpse one. at the end of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's all just so they can host Macaulay Culkin's corpse. <laughs> MTV had an award one year, nineteen ninety six, for best sandwich. Uh, best sandwich in a movie. How silly! Oh gosh, uh, the nominees oh, were. God, I want to write for the show. Now. Submarine sandwich with tomatoes and provolone. Golden eye. Um, <laughs> Turkey what? Club Sandwich in four rooms in the winter that year was. I won't even bother to pose this question because I might be the only person to see this Four rooms is like that, like Robert Rodriguez. It, it was like Tarantino. a multi. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was, well, it was like four different directors. Yeah. Um, it was <laughs> Robert a, Rodriguez, uh, Quinn Tarantino, and two people that should be happy to be there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, f- the, the winner was Ham and Cheese Sandwich from the movie Smoke, which is fucking great. Mm, was it Smoke Cheese? Harvey Keitel. God damn it. Um, Really I would good. Love that, and like have a like three minute package before yes! the award is yes. given about the sandwich. Just these sexy lingering shots. Like, no, no. Can you guys give me like all the B roll you shot in this sandwich and didn't <laughs> use in the movie? Well, when we cut the, the the original artist concept drawing of the sandwich. <laughs> slow pans over this archive. No, that was just Lou's sandwich. He left it on set. We don't. I don't <laughs> That's know. A continuity I didn't error. know that made it. This is before it was part of the Halo universe, and it was just something <laughs> I had in a sketchbook. So, if I were to say there was in one year, well, there was one year where uh, MTV gave an away an award for best virtual performance. Mm. Best virtual. Nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety. No, it was two thousand three. Do you remember oh. who won? Simone. So I do have a clip here. Jesus! Everybody remembers <laughs> some Al Pacino, Simone. It's from the oh, if it's oh three, it's got to be Gollum. Oh, and, the, oh. and the best virtual performance Andy is Circus. <laughs> okay, Gollum, Lord of the Rings, two towers. Hi, everybody. My name's Andy Circus, and I'm delighted to receive this award. Oh, he makes fun of Dobby. Gollum to life. Can't actually be with you this evening because we're down in New Zealand completing more shots on Gollum for Return of the King. I'm actually in the motion capture studio where we do a lot of Gollum. Uh, I'm a liar. I'm the thief. It's mine. I won it. It was me. They do some more Gollum attacks. MTV is my friend. My friend. I don't remember what it was. It's like I've been watching MTV this whole time, and and, and I was uh, I loved the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, I, and, I saw that scene. And that Weta went out of their way to like animate a Gollum scene accepting mm-hmm. an award. I just thought that was really cool at the time. Yes. But the... he also beat out Kangaroo Jack uh, mm-hmm. and Scooby-Doo as... from a movie I forget. And Dobby. As, Sa- as Sauron and television. He beat out Yoda. Oh, yeah. As Sauron oh, television. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it, Tim. I Wait, got through there. What's the deal with Kangaroo Jack where it's actually like, is it secretly a good movie? No, it's no. it's a sex comedy that they tricked kids into seeing. Yeah. That's it. They're, they're chasing they, the the trailer makes what? it look like it's starring a character. Oh, I'm Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, mate. and it's that's from a scene where one of them is knocked it is in a the dream head sequence of Jerry O'Connell and character. hallucinates the character talking. The really, rest, the rest of the movie is completely different yeah. and not about it's a sex, it's a sex romp. They hoodwinked him. That's mm-hmm. awesome. They hornswoggled that audience. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. flamboozled. <laughs> I also remember from the video music. Now the the movie is there award show. <laughs> no, wait for the movie awards. One All other right. speaking of the Star Wars reminded me of when. They gave Chewbacca an award. And they had this yes. really cool thing of like Chewbacca did not get a medal at the end of Star Wars, mm-hmm. Episode Four, That's and so Carrie Fisher was there to present Chewbacca with a medal. And 
I, am, I was led to believe it was Mayhew in that suit, but you never know. But yeah, I mean, it's not that's a like pretty good callback. Peter Mayhew, yeah. as far as callbacks go. Uh, they gave out a Lifetime Achievement Award, and I love those packages. Yeah. Uh, for, from the years of 1992 to 1998, you may have heard, we heard Patrick Stewart on the Godzilla episode recently. Mm-hmm. He gave out the Lifetime Achievement Award to Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1992, it was Jason Voorhees, 93, Three Stooges. 1994, fucking Shaft. Jason Voorhees got a Lifetime Achievement Award? From MTV, from MTV Movie Awards. Yeah, in 1995, Tarantino, I remember this, presented it to Jackie Chan. Oh, awesome. Uh, The year after that was Patrick Stewart presenting Godzilla, Carrie Fisher to uh, Chewbacca, and the year after that, the last time they did it, 98... Was Ron Howard presenting it to Clint Howard? That was the which best. Which is really I cool and that. a very sweet moment. They yeah. had such great. They had a clip. The clip show of Clint Howard's moments were like mm-hmm. from the worst shitty mm-hmm. movies, and like him just the, like getting murdered in oh, half his, of them. Ah, uh, uh, Star Trek character uh, where yeah. he played that baby with the deep voice. Oh god! And while they would drink so. Tranya. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh man. Uh, and the last, the last one I'll go through on MTV is the best video game based on a movie category, which happened in two thousand five. I would Batman Begins, Enter the Matrix. Matrix. Um, no, no, was no. Damn it! Was it oh, for five. that year? Yeah, Transformers. I think so. No, that was no. a seven. Riddick. It's it. There you go. Yes, it's wow. it's a game that probably deserved the award. Yes. Won it. yes, I didn't know. Wow. MTV yes. was definitely the best at alternative, but the film awards. the nominees were a biz. Well, Spider Man Two is great. Um, yeah. Van Helsing. Don't remember. Ooh, nope. Not going to stand nope. by that at all. Nope. Uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Tim says it's great as a game. Wait, who said what? No. I could have sworn you vouched for this game. What? Uh, I have not read or seen a single. <laughs> oh, yeah, Harry, I have not read or seen a single Harry Potter thing. EA's oh, really? Harry, I have no idea. EA's Harry Potter games are famously great. Yes, and The Incredibles, which I know is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. THQ made a lot of money off those. Um, I bet they probably lost a lot in the shit. end from just the license. We got we got tied up. I promise you guys, video game stuff. Let me burn this off real quick because I wanted to talk about it because for some reason when I watch clips of this. It's like, fuck, this is the award show I would have wanted to watch. Never bothered to. Um, okay. Let me see if I have this clip here. Cable's biggest stars. Cable's biggest performances. I have been in the camps too. Cable's biggest moments. Cable's biggest night. James Woods hosts the Ace of <laughs> live on eight cable networks simultaneously. <laughs> Sunday, January so, 3rd. I high, love that. Because when you want to talk about back self-congratulatory backpatting. Mm-hmm. Anything that was on cable is well, up for grabs. Yeah, anything. But that's that's what made it. What what made it, the program, if you look at the clips, it made it look awesome. Because it was, it had such a large pool. Right, but, it could be anything. And, and but self congratulatory backpatting. It was at one point simulcast on twelve different channels. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wow. every channel decided to forego their entertainment for that night, not compete, and give themselves awards. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> now when it's crazy to look back on it, because like cable, cable is the home of quality. Yes. Like the Emmys, networks complain at the Emmys. They're like. Why do we even host the Emmys on our network? Because we're just advertising all these cable shows. And to that, I reply, like, then make less shit. Like, <laughs> make better things that are as good as cable, but they don't have the balls to do that. But meanwhile, 20 years ago, yes. cable, well, not so great. It, well, it wasn't that it was, it was not so great. But they didn't it, have it. It started it, it, in, like, 78 and went to 1998. And the wow, reason why they existed is because the Emmy, Emmys would not accept cable. Ah. As for nominees at all, so really, it was so just right, advertising themselves to try to get into yes. the Emmys. Eventually. So, like, right in, once the Emmys accepted them, 
the Cable mm. Ace Awards disappeared overnight and have <laughs> never been heard from since. Mm. But it led to some, what I think are some super amazing crossover moments. Uh, I'm going to try and truncate this. Do all of us just post. remember the Cable Ace Awards for when the Simpsons made fun of them? Yeah. It's well, the I was ca- I'm hosting the Cable Ace Awards. The Mr. Show episode where uh, the guy writes the sad song about his son dying the sad and songs, gets stabbed yeah. by the cable ace award eventually no. like that was all <laughs> well at the same time david cross in his stand-up was making fun of the cable ace awards because he said he thought of them as the stupidest most useless oh, thing ever and that james from. lipton gave a shit about winning he's like let me thank Carragher lipton for redefining the universe well <laughs> oh shit i don't i mean i don't have a clip of that okay. i don't but what i do have a clip of, and this is how like it it was a long time ago but it wasn't that long ago here are Stan, Kyle, Cartman, and the most eloquent of them all, Kenny. Whoa, dude. Seal Wood is hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Today, I'm here to present the award for best talk show series. Hey, wait a minute. What? It doesn't look anything like last night's Cable Ace Awards. Everything's all fancy. That's because we were on last night, Cartman, when they did the non-televised awards for little unimportant shows like ours. What do you mean? Why were we on last night? Wait a minute. Will you shut your fat mouth for five seconds, Cartman, so we can do this? No way. Shut up, Cartman. Anyway, the best talk show nominees are Charles Grodin, CNBC. Bravo Cable Network. Internet, MSNBC. Can he say one of them? Larry King CNN. And Politically Incorrect with Bill Maher on Comedy Central. Ha! And the winner is... Now remember, there are no losers at the Cable Ace Awards. Only people who are less likely to have another season. Yeah. And mm. the winner is... There you go. Oh, so Kenny announces it and you don't know, right? That's it. as good but as... When, yeah. I did, that, the clip is just the South Park characters. When Henry mentioned David Cross's bit, which I remember, it's because... Mm. I, I was just listening to the rest of development commentary when, like, they had never met before. <laughs> uh, David Cross did this giant impression of James Lipton being a pompous ass accepting a cable ace award. Which he then also resumed on the Mr. Show yes. in the yes. Inside the Actors. And they'd never well. met before, they, they had never met before James Lipton showed up to the Arrested Development set to do only scenes with David Cross. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Mitch Hurwitz was like, uh, David has made quite the fun of me. Like, <laughs> you guys ever met? No. Oh. God, <laughs> we have to we have to shoot in minutes, and apparently everything was fine. But uh, holy shit, yeah. But that's about as good. What you as didn't the hear Kenny say is that is James Lipton winning, and I oh. wish I had the rest of that clip because apparently he like breaks down into fucking tears. Uh, more dumb clips of Cable Ace Awards again. Sorry, Did Paul Starsky and Hutch. The NWO or the New World Order as they crashed last month's Cable Ace Awards here in Los Angeles. What? Oh God. All these people here, along with Ted Turner, got a lot of gall, man. We are the heartbeat of the hottest cable show on TV today. They call it WCW Monday Nitro, soon to be NWO. The life. Some brand confusion. I like that. No, I like that. They they were right to invade. Uh, but that's but if you think about an award, like I don't like award shows. Now you tell me, the guys from South Park. Mm-hmm. And the NWO are going to show up and ruin things. Well, that's what—that's one of the more exciting things about award shows. Mm-hmm. Though I felt Ricky Gervais like went too far on it of just being like to the point it was not interesting. But that you have actors captive, like they're right there, yeah. and so a comedian can just look him in the face and be like, 
You like make a direct good. mockery of them, and is, there's no way this is going to. And you, well. then you have to see their smiles. They have to like grit their teeth or whatever through it. There's no way this is going to play well, but I love it. And this is a really long package. I thoroughly recommend Cartoon Dorks. Look it up. Animation is, of course, targeted at children, which means that adults like it more than anything else. It's able to be is wild and irreverent, and I think you're no. going to like it very, very much. Please welcome the animation clips. Welcome. Greetings, citizens. I am Space Ghost, star of the Cartoon Network. <clears throat> you might be asking yourself, why is Space Ghost... And is Zorak, evil mantis. Why are they here? Is it to celebrate animation on cable TV? That's right, Zorak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, she's a, so wow. there's a producer it, it, behind the scenes like stretch it, dude it's so long he's like Let, let's start by acknowledging all the cartoons that were already on before the Ace Award and like it's just like this Hanna-Barbera package and then they go into fucking Duckman and wow. like and, and you say you make the joke about the Simpsons the Simpsons as of this recording has mm. never been eligible for a Cable Ace Award will be very soon will be very soon it's crazy on for FX, a quarter of a century but, a quarter of a century um let me burn this one off because I know we want to get to the games. I feel like we're going long. Brett looks like he wants to die. You yeah. okay? You okay, buddy? No. Come on. You're going to get it. Nickelodeon presents Kids Choice, the only show that celebrates kids' favorites in music. The upgraded Kids Choice. No, this is Kids Choice. It's the Fox Teens Choice. Can anybody guess who hosted the first... First Nickelodeon Kids Choice oh, Award. Jack. Alex Mack? <laughs> like 84, I think. 84, boy. You'll never guess it. I never would have guessed uh, it. Brooke Shields. Uh, that's, I guess, close. I'll say yes. Hank won. All right. On the Universal Studios Tour in Universal City, California, Kids Choice with host Tony Danza and co-host Brian Robbins, Dan Schneider and Debbie Gibson, special guest Mark Summers, and Mackenzie Astin, Charles Barkley, Josie Davis. Uh, how did they get Mark Summers? Fat Boys, Bobby the Brain, <laughs> the Boy. Stacey Keenan, Jeremy Miller, Danny Pintaro, and Will Wheaton, featuring Les Lies, Ross Ewing, Will Wheaton, Jai- no, Hulk Hogan? I believe Will, Will Wheaton hosted the next year. Wow. Speaking uh, of... Uh, that's it. <laughs> Speaking of birthday boys, that reminds me of all your favorites are back. I if you don't if you have Netflix, check out the birthday boys. That's where this wonderful clip comes from. So look, new uh, the Kids Choice Awards have a nice gimmick, which uh, is they just they stole the sliming from you can't do that on television. They did. They and already stole then it. just slime celebrities. Like it's a good deal. Like celebrities are like they get to talk to kids and then they get to slime them and be like, "There's Will Smith getting slimed." He's like, just a person like us getting slimed. He's not a cra- he's not a secret Scientologist in a sham marriage. So as promised, maybe, real. maybe the sliming started it. Oh, maybe yeah. he thought that was from space. That's as when promised, he realized he needed to look into Xenu. Uh, game awards haven't been televised that long. Don't have anything in the Spike VMAs because I don't. They're the worst. Really care for those? Uh, yes, uh, but what I, I was looking up other awards in like the what is this the CESA awards? Uh, yeah, SESA. Yeah. yeah the, the God, I had the acronym written well, down somewhere. The Computer Entertainment Suppliers Association, <laughs> following TGS, yes, yes. would give out awards. And I've it, been, it, yeah, that's right. I've actually been. I didn't go to SESA, but I I've been near it. I don't believe it's ever been televised. Mm-hmm. But here, Elston, turn around, look at your mic. You're going to like am. this part. I'm listening. Uh, the, this is. I wanted to see if you could guess. Just we're going to run down the award, the main award winners every year because I think it may have stopped. Mm. But since '96, according to Japan, which is interesting, mm. a lot of time, I think early '90s, it's like, yeah, you're right. 
Mm-hmm. After that, not so much. 1996. Who won the? Uh, it, they call them the Japan Game Awards. Now. Mario 64. Chrono no, Trigger. No, no. This one. This one's. This one I don't even know if I've heard of. Ballerina to Shinden. Sakura Wars. Oh, Sakura Saturn. Wars. Yeah, Wars that's Sega a very. Saturn. It's a very popular uh, strategy game mm-hmm. slash dating sim. It started on the Saturn. All right, now we're taking points here. How uh, the hell does that beat Mario 64? In 96, yeah, that's a little weird. That I, bl- I would bet it has something to do with Nintendo not being a part of TGS. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That would have right? Yeah, Shoshinkai. and running Shoshinkai yeah. instead. Um, 97, who oh. do you think got? Do you think Final, got Fantasy Final Fantasy 7. Yeah. 98. And these are the Japanese. Ocarina of Time? Elston. Boom. Sorry, oh. Timmy. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, and there were two in the f- in 1999. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII. Sonic Adventure. Yes. Uh, no, you can just bank on. No, Final it wouldn't Fantasy. be Sonic Adventure. Oh, does that have another? Wait, name? say that again. Which one? Um, a Resident Evil? Did you say? No. Is it what's Castlevania? That Doki demo. The, the the Sony cat that we don't call oh, little mascot. Mascot. Oh, something starring him. I okay. guess. Um, Great. We Next. never got. Fifth year, 2000. Shenmue. Let me just. Wow. The Dreamcast is out. The Dreamcast is out. Fa- Fantasy, Fantasy Star. It is Fantasy, oh, Fantasy Star, Star Online. Uh, that was uh, pretty good. The 2000 at Final... No, no, that was 2001. Final Fantasy X next year. Um, 2001. Final Fantasy X. It is Final Fantasy yeah. X. Wow. Um, Final Fantasy 2003. Jesus. 2000. Wait, no, you skipped 2002. I... Uh, I don't know. It just started. They started labeling it differently. Okay, um, 2003. Solid 2. 2002 is... Uh, it's the fucking Namco drum game. <laughs> Taiko <laughs> drum. Uh, Taito. Uh, yeah, and the Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 11. So oh, everyone boy. that comes out wins the award, except for 9, which uh, I have a feeling people take issue. Oh, no, that one in 2002. Yeah. <laughs> was uh, there... But that came out in 2000. No, no, sorry. It didn't. It didn't win. It did not win. It lost to... Okay, was Fantasy there a 2004 Online. one? Yes, 2000... Monster Hunter? 3... Um, Nah, it wasn't a big four. deal yet. No, it, it it won on the PlayStation oh. Two, where I thought I thought it didn't find its legs till PSP. I mean, that's when it blew that's up, when it became but, a multi million. But yeah, it won it won in the eighth Japan award, eighth uh, wow. annual Japan awards. The year after that, Dragon Quest, and then the year after that, it just gets worse. Brain Tra- Brain Age, Final Fantasy twelve. The uh, year after that, Wii Sports, Monster Hunter Free, uh, Freedom two. Yeah, I didn't think go. they liked Final Fantasy twelve. I didn't either. I didn't think anybody did. Some people do. Well, I actually, I've heard nothing from pe- from the few who bothered to play it. I've heard nothing but great things. Christian, oh, not really liked it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, yeah? It was like a single-player MMO. Yeah, that's... It's, yeah. yeah. It was... Mm-hmm. It scratched an itch. I, but then you get into yeah. Wii Fit, and... Oh, look. Metal Gear Solid 4 won. Monster Hunter won again for Unite, and Portable 3rd. And in the last year, it has listed here, 2012. Holy shit. What? 2012. 2012? What won the Japan Game Awards? Uh... Nope, got yeah. enough. Gravity Days and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle. Hmm. Did you did you wow. not look at any of the other nominees? Is that a was Skyward Sword that year or was it? Yeah. That's twenty eleven. I mean, I'm not. Oh, is oh, that twenty yeah, eleven? Okay, all right. They may have overlapped a little bit. Uh, do you want to do the same thing? The GDC awards, which are kind of like. I like those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. They how, seem to be by the developers, but not much. Yeah, it, it always seems it. like. This game deserves to be acknowledged. Not like this game was great and beat everybody else, but like we're really proud of this this year. And uh, yeah, best game of the year, two thousand one. We'll just do two thousand one. What do you want to do? Do you want to do you want to see the best games of the year? Uh, why do you look so antsy, Elston? Are you looking something up? Uh, yeah, I'm preparing for the next thing. Okay. Um, 
or you want to just do the 2001 awards or okay 2001 2001 what what do you think a watershed year watershed year the first year the release of gamecube um, and the xbox ps2 yes. coming into its own dreamcast was dead so uh Game wow, Boy the, Advance the pioneer award Pi- uh, the Pioneer Award celebrates individuals who developed a breakthrough technology game concept or gameplay design. So maybe the game wasn't great, mm. but they developed something that would probably go on to change our lives in most cases. Uh, I can't think it's of It's really weird. Chip Morningstar and Randy Farmer for Lucasfilm's Habitat. What? It pioneered online gaming with oh. Qualcomm, which would go on to become AOL. Lucasfilm technically hoisted wow. AOL into existence. Oh, wow. A big deal. It is a huge deal. 2001's Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, Think white guy. Think white oh, guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Will Wright. There you go. Yeah. I knew that's all we had to say. Um, He's the whitest man in gaming. This is weird. Excellence in writing and best narrative in a game in 2000. It's 2003. This word was 2003. So weird. Uh, Metal Gear. Splinter no. Cell. Splinter uh, Cell. Ooh, okay. Mm. Excellence in visual arts. Bouncing back to 2001. Final Fantasy Totally 10. deserves it. Visual arts. Think visually striking. Maybe... Uh, Pioneer to style. Fantavision. Actually, this didn't come out in 2001, did it? What is uh, the winner? Jack Ryan Radio. Oh. Jack oh, Ryan yeah, Radio. totally. That's Best Technology, that's 2005, but it's Half-Life. It's so weird because you have to like siphon your ideas oh, yeah. and qualifications through someone else's like filter. But it, and, whenever I see these, I'm like, what? Really? That? You're yeah. Like, no, uh, that's, yeah, I get fine. it. That yeah, seems these okay. are all making Exciting. sense. Yeah. Yes. Excellence in Game Design, 2001, Dave Sex. Yep, right. sure. Yeah, sure. I'm all good with that. Makes sense. Uh, excellence in audio. Uh, Diablo 2, one in 2001. Sure. Uh, best debut game. Totally agree. Counter-Strike. Oh, yeah. Counter-Strike. And best game of 2001, according to GDC Awards. First year. Mm, 2001. Hey, Halo? It used to be, I think, the best-selling game of all time. Or maybe its sequel. A game you think maybe none of us in here will ever play, but everybody Madden. else will. Not Madden. Something that the GDC Awards would be happy. Oh, Sims, The Sims. It, the Sims. It's The there. Sims. Attaboy, right. Hank. I played that. I played Attaboy. a lot of the original Sims. But now we can Hundreds move on. of hours. Well, yeah. dozens of hours. Now we can move on to whatever the fuck Elston discovered. Holy shit. How did, I don't know how you knew that this happened. So yeah, I was, I was hyper trying, aware of everything that was on television. I was I trying to like, put some pieces together. So it's the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences, mm-hmm. which would later come through tumbling through history would become the Dice Awards. Yeah. Huh. Uh, first did this thing on TBS 1994 November called Cybermania, which was a video game slash Hollywood slash Silicon Valley wank fest. I, ha- I have a little <laughs> clip of the, the we remember who was hosting it now. Leslie Nielsen and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Here we go. I sure hope she has health insurance. They, they, uh, well, they just said Hillary, uh, Hillary Clinton in person. She tried empire. to turn on a computer and it blew up in her face. Yes, and then she had bad blackface yeah, on. For a not second. real Hillary Clinton. No. Good evening, and welcome to the first live interactive awards show in television history, Cybermania '94. <laughs> hey. Oh, also the explosion from the smoke mm-hmm. that. Is now blocking like oh, blocking it, out yeah. almost. <laughs> you can't see anything. It, it doesn't yeah. seem to dissipate. It expands over yeah, every it's camera like, view. Yeah, they're not even five minutes into the broadcast, and you're like, yeah, it hangs in the air like the doubt of all the producers. That <laughs> together. It looks like Jonathan Taylor Thomas is doing a documentary in a New Orleans swamp in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Nolans, Nolans. What else? The very best achievements in electronic gaming and interactive entertainment, nominated by the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences. 
There'll be awards in several categories, such as Best Action Adventure, Best Sports, Best CD Game, and Best Graphics. And speaking of best graphics, the opening 3D animation piece is from... <laughs> it's super boring, super awkward, and it is a big back patty thing of, like, yeah, it's not a Western game. devs getting together to be, like... We, it didn't, Everything it didn't that, make sense until you said Western devs. It's, yeah. a, big no party to, it's, it's a big a, party to talk about how important they are. Like, yeah. no, we have arrived. We're as important it's, as movies. It's like, like, just like, I mean, games have always this so preoccupied with, like, we want to be as legit as movies and yes. music and get so preoccupied with that. They feel like they need to put on an award show that mimics the worst parts of those right. shows. Mm-hmm. So, Thus giving them a legitimacy. And it's like, way. this is a gigantic is biggest, waste of time. But then they're trying to do that, but then with like the super slick modern veneer. Yeah. That just falls flat on its face. Because yeah. you have people that like maybe from the outside seem like, like I don't know, like you, you trust what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't know what the hell they're talking about, yeah. which is mm-hmm. Leslie Nielsen. It looks, or, like, yeah. it looks like celebrities are out of their element. They get the Barbarian Brothers to pitch something with... <laughs> I have that whole... All right. I, I didn't mention that fact because I, I learned that while reading about the MTV Movie Awards, or Music Awards, is that they f- they film... Or movie Awards are filmed out of order. Hmm. So that the celebrity they have to film their reaction shot to can leave immediately afterwards. <laughs> and I have a feeling that's exactly how that's this That's why works. they're pre-taped. And, yeah, they're, they're totally pre-taped. And, and this one... Nobody, nobody seems people. like they care or want to be a part of this. I can't even figure out who would even be in that audience. Yeah. Well, they haven't even gotten anyone like the old announced an award for Doom, and then it's yeah, just and not the guy who went up collected is like no one here. The yeah. guy who went up collected for one game. Nobody seventh here guest, could be the seventh here. guest guy was yeah, just like I'm yeah. here for so and so, which the seventh guest won for best CD game. <laughs> Seventh, I was I was doing catering for QA. <laughs> I, that time. Well, I, I read a book. I read a book called All Your Bases Belong to Us, where they interviewed the seventh guest guys, and mm. they. After Seventh Guest came out, they were they were so full of themselves. Like yeah. they felt they are like, well, we've made the Citizen Kane. We I'm I'm Orson Welles now, and I can do whatever I want. And there, and that's why their next game was a giant disaster. Like it cost a ton more than Seventh Guest. Eleventh I believe type. it was Eleventh Guest. Yeah, that it cost yeah. it cost a ton more, and that they seem to believe like, oh, we need more FMB. Like the yeah. FMB was what so, was yeah. Th- that's what fueled this entire thing yeah. was CD-ROMs, IBM. Yeah. FMV Dennis Miller Dennis Miller like, and, and just just a ton of like all that in a cable mm. award show when it was way too soon for games to yeah. even bother trying to do this like games well, as like a, 20 years later like, it's closer to that it's like, like I you know we haven't even really gotten there yet completely with our award shows but yeah. watching this show reminds me of seeing those like early demonstrations of pre Wright Brothers flight just <laughs> just something going like it was just hilarious thing going up and down there's a slide whistle which somewhere. it was the 90s so that was also used a lot in the intro with a yeah. lot of other stock footage, footage it literally of, was yeah. that that opening thing had the stock footage yep. of people wearing 3D glasses that you see all the time oh yeah, yeah but so fat I, opera singer I don't know how I knew this was airing but I Me remember either. watching this when it aired and thinking like wow this is so a mixture of like disappointment because the, it did because the awards didn't make any sense. So as a anyone watching it at the time who was in that audience, the, the intended de- demographic to watch the show would s- on one hand I'm like, "Oh my god, video games are on TV. Like this is so cool. This yeah. is like the Oscars. This is so neat." Slash the best action adventure game nominees are Super Metroid, Doom, <laughs> Mega Zork, Race, Zork, Mega Race, Return to Re- Zork. Like 
all yeah. different genres, all completely different that's, things. That's still something gaming. Game and I'm just like, that doesn't out. make any and sense. Then, and then, as if to appeal to young Brett Elston watching that, mm-hmm. they also wanted to give you the code to unlock battle mode in, in Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat. Yeah, which was like, which sounds which, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But also, it's like hold left and right at the same time, and then oh. do this, this, and that. And it's, just yeah. like, and it's oh. like no one's writing. Oh wait, uh, and write also down. the actors that are trying to give like the they give off codes multiple times, yeah. and they're just trying to like sprint through it as fast as yeah. possible. Which, well, the kid, I could totally see the producers two weeks at a time. Like, what do kids want? If, well, they want codes. Let's uh, give them a secret code and stuff. <laughs> so, what clips did you grab? Chris? Uh, I just want to play this one real quick because I th- we were I had scrubbed through it and then we were watching it again on the big screen and this celebrity popped up. He's not in the entire award ceremony. Uh, but this keep, surprised they the keep hell throwing, out of me. Like, they threw to one poor asshole who's just like your fucking host for hire. It, live, it, live from, from Vegas. There's no reason to be live. It's a it's a standee of NBA Jam, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, and he's trying to do a spot improvising live from Vegas. There's a tape delay. It's really feels awkward. like hell. But then they throw to this guy who's in uh, let's the Attitude Capital of America, New Paramus, Jersey. New Jersey. From in New Jersey, or something close like that. Paramus, New Jersey. Cybermania. We're here live in Paramus, New Jersey. I'm Will Arnett, and we're in the, one of the biggest arcades in America, and also one of the loudest. A confused, hot <laughs> Will Arnett. And, and like, we just, his hair is weird, too. His hair is super There's long. too much of it. And, and then also, like, you had mentioned that the whole show degrades into, like, this promotion for Double Dragon 5, the Double Dragon fighting game. It's all up in that movie's butt, and... And that's where Will Arnett eventually takes it. Um, let's see. I, oh fuck! I just never mind. I just scrubbed it all the way back. He's he's I, at like thirty nine minutes in. Yeah, if you want to see random Will Arnett? That's, that's oh, that's the only. That's what was he even doing around then? Like I, I don't. I know. would think he probably his, just got into acting. He's like, <laughs> we need a host here. Well, he would probably based out of New York, uh, which is where he would have met probably. Amy Poehler in the UCB, and yes. they're like. Well, you're a New York actor. You want to host a thing from Jersey? I believe you have his, a you have a telegenic voice and face. I believe one of his first roles was a New York, New Jersey set production. It was on The Sopranos. Ah, yeah. He was the young female undercover agent's husband. He's hmm. barely in any. He's in like three episodes, barely in any scenes. But it's really weird to see Will Arnett playing it completely straight to The Sopranos. <laughs> Even that's like four years after that. It right? may have been like ninety seven, ninety eight. Wow. Also, yeah, just, it would. Weird aside frame when it's on the fence about watching the new Ninja Turtles movie. If you want to see a very strange oh, oh Arrested God, Development I, reference, God, just yeah. go go watch. Do they make that one intentionally? One. It's. I mean. Oh my just, God! Just, I don't want to say. Is it said more. by Whoopi Goldberg? I'm not going to comment on Whoopi Goldberg's part in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> she has no eyebrows, right? Uh, I think that they could not afford them. Uh, <laughs> they spent it all on the turtles. That's right. And the Johnny Knoxville plays. He plays Leo. Like that's the last guy uh, I'd have. Play. Is he good? Is I gotta Leo? say that. Most I don't know. I don't know if I want to say this on the record, what? but I actually enjoyed uh, parts of that movie. What? Most like I, I I was I was entered like a eight year old mindset. Uh, all the turtles seemed capably voiced. Hmm. And, right. uh, well, anyway, understood their personalities except the, for Raph, who needed more sarcastic comments. The part that made me freak out was the first uh, presenters of awards on there because that was like crazy. The, oh, there man. are a lot of people who will never be heard from again after Cybermania 94 <laughs> yes. but these two had like the, the most upside of. of anybody yeah it was 
It was Matt Matthew Mick Perry, Perry and Hilary Swank, star of Friends and the Next Karate Kid. And and Friends in '94 <laughs> was like the soon to be canceled Friends. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> like he was he was lucky to be there. Like little did they know he would become one of the most famous people. He around. wasn't even making any jokes. He just no. read the lines. He, yeah. he went in there. No, and yeah, did his he job. was wearing. He was in a musk of smarm. Like I, I couldn't He's even like, look at his why face. Why am I even but here? I, but also, uh, did you grab the clip of the wrestler? That is. Yeah. So Henry. All right. I want to hear. So which who? Nineteen ninety four predictions. All right, because 19- when I saw this, I was like, I can't. Wow, this guy of all people, for some reason, mm. it really struck me as amazing. A nineteen ninety four WCW wrestler. Uh, Sting would be too obvious. He probably not a big enough. He too probably too big a deal. I'm gonna okay. If I get three guesses, Cactus Jack. That'd be amazing. Okay, uh, Sid Justice. No, Psycho Sid. No. no. Uh, jeez. Uh, one more. Arn Anderson. No. All right, let's do this. I can't. Uh, this is so great. Called Gate to the Mind's Eye with music by. Again with that fucking clip. Hey, sorry, that was sure wrong one. But have you ever wondered how good they really are at them? Well, we thought it'd be pretty cool to have God. two champions square off against each oh, other two outside the ring in a game of WCW Super Brawl. Hold on to your hats and give it up for World Championships Wrestling, Lord Steven Regal and Flying Brian, Brian Pillman. What? <laughs> Brian Pillman. Flying Brian Pillman and yeah. Steven Regal. <laughs> and they is... basically... What's, what happens is they turn their backs to play the game and Leslie Nielsen delivers an impassioned speech on video gaming and what? They just do like a whole wrestling set behind them. They break into a real brawl and midgets come <laughs> out. It's, oh, uh, wow. All of this is so insanely watchable. It, yeah. that is, well, that part's great. I and, mean... Pillman and Regal are two of the best wrestlers of their generation. I, I, to this, to this production's credit, I can see myself watching this, being enthralled and disappointed by the the results, but like mm. completely entertained. Like, there's a lot of video gamey. The other thing that irritated me as as a stickler for this stuff, even as a, mm. I was just barely thirteen, about to be fourteen, but like, this was a sh- award show that lacked specifics of any kind. <laughs> so like. The categories were broad as hell. So it's like action adventure game. Here's a ton of games that in, don't relate sure. to each other at all. More importantly, they're almost all console games. It's not arcade games, but then mm-hmm. they're not really specific about what they're t- like. Sometimes they'll say Mortal Kombat and show a yeah. screen of Mortal Kombat two, they and then no they'll say they Super Street Fighter and they'll call it Street Fighter two, and then or then that one thing that said it was Super Street Fighter two, but it said Super Street Fighter one word. Yeah, <laughs> but then like at the at the very end, it's like Game of the Year is Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. but it's like. Mortal Kombat is not a 1994 video game. Yeah. It came out in the arcades in 92, consoles in 93, and Mortal Kombat 2 was out in 94. The, like, nothing about that made any sense. He said it in the intro, but they had a category for best CD game. Yeah. And well, almost yeah, which was everything FMV. nominated. And there's, like, a, was, there's a best sports game. Oh, and then, I have all of that. I, I can play that if you like. CD, action, adventure, and comedy categories. The, the dumbest comedy. one? Oh, there's when also... one is, is best actor, female yes. and male. From what? from shitty FMV games, which, which means like just call it best CD game actor because the same they people can't are act playing in these games. Else. Yes, but they're the best. Yeah, but that at that time, uh, not on PCs because there weren't really Japanese made games uh, released on PCs in America. Mm. But the best games were made in Japan, and if yes. they're not going to get the Japanese developers, like what's the point? But I then think- it's also like it's there's so much time spent on. 
how do you make video games yes. with uh, real people in them and technology men? Whether you realize it or not, that tired new guy. term, information highway, actually does have some relevance to you. Some of the trails already lead in your home, and you've known how to drive for years. So drive, because that's how it's going to be played. There are no... Th- that's part of a seven-minute monologue about mm. why games are important to you. Yeah, it's so obsessed I feel with like that has... The things he said have happened. They like, were, technically, were, we did all go on the internet and use the skills we had it from interfacing with video I can see games. one of us writing a piece like that about the future of games... But what we wouldn't do is is to, is to be like an introduction to our game awards. No. Let's discuss this medium and why it's well, important. Yeah, it's it's just a child shouting for legitimacy. Like, see, we do matter. Mm-hmm. But the the sports category is great. All right. Uh, I, oh man, I think is, I read a tweet from Brett. Uh, it, spoiling. This I don't one, know if but... you guys are familiar with. There's these an extra characters. layer I wasn't privy to when I first watched. Yeah, it. we we've all. We watched Twin Sitters. I watched what was, what's their action movie? They're like more straight Barbarian Brothers. Oh, those guys, uh, those two hunks. Yeah, they get brought out, and and if I hadn't seen the two movies that they have they have out, I would. They're mm-hmm. making a bunch of inside jokes about themselves because <laughs> uh, they're so famous. Uh, you guys are babysitters. Hey, I need a babysitter. Really? How old's the kid? The kid is ninety-two. George Jefferson. <laughs> Bring a rope and a gag. Oh, boy. They're pre- they're presenting some silence. They're presenting with someone from the Jeffersons. It's not wheezy. So it's a joke that you need to know George Jefferson. Yes. He's not even ninety two. And the Barbarian Brothers. Though there's no Venn diagram. That but in nineteen ninety four, George Jefferson wasn't ninety two anyway. But also, the kids watching the show would be like <laughs> Jefferson. What? Sure. <laughs> like that what? show's dumb. Let's see what they're presenting. To present the best sports oh, award, would you please welcome Miss Marla Gibbs? And the stars of the upcoming film, The Babysitters, The Barbarian Brothers. Which would be renamed Twin Sitters. But here, the, 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 <laughs> this is what we skipped. I'm just... guessing that's a New Line Cinemas film, too. Oh, yeah, that giant ad for the mask in it, which yeah. Yeah. actually does matter because the mask was a big deal eventually, but they didn't know that at the time. It was just a New Line Cinemas thing where, like, this is like a video game no, with special it, effects. The movie was out, and at the end yeah. of it, it says, and look for the mass game next year. Okay. Uh, but this is great. The sports nominees are hysterical. God damn it. These Timmy, are... there's a sports game that came out around this, this time. It wasn't out in 94. It didn't come out in 94, did it? What? NBA Jam? Uh, uh, some of the console ones were. I'm sure, a That's 90, my I'm sure some version of NBA Jam came out in 94. I think the arcade favorite. one was before that, like so, 93 maybe. And the kids were shouting NBA Jam. The kids Jam were shouting to, it in one portion. Yeah. So here are the, the, award, the nominations for Cybermania 94's Best Sports Games. For best sports this is so many, too. NBA Jam. Join the tall ones in the and I think William Shatner. I think it's an impersonal. Of course, the selection screen, what everybody wants to see. Good music, though. The music, <laughs> the music is only on the selection screen. FIFA soccer. Boot right. meets ball meets action. The World Cup comes home. So, a boot meeting a ball soccer. NHL 94. Lace on your blades. Which would go on to become action. like the greatest hockey game. Right. I see the swingers. Yeah. First with fighting blood. Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. I played that. the stands and down on the field. Boy, and then crack the back. Crack the back. It was that great. All right. Caesars World of Boxing. Huh? The gloves are on for the World Heavyweight title. Which I think is a 3DO or... I, I also think we're at five. 
Sports Illustrated 94 Multimedia Almanac. Oh, extensive online reference with a multimedia twist means you'll never lose another sports. Brought to you by Biff Tannen. QB1. You're the quarterback in this interactive TV satellite game. Satellite game. That's just stats. day at the races. Coming into the home stretch and your nags running in front. Wow. Racing Starring Dave Thomas? Wait. I think that's it. So, yeah, but then, uh, would, would, yeah. And the game you think wins day, never a wins. A great day at the races mm. <laughs> was somehow nominated every, in every category, I think because Dave Thomas was there and maybe a voice in it. Not <laughs> the Wendy's smart. guy, the SCTV oh, Strange okay. Brew guy. Uh, what, do you, what do you guys think would win mm. best sports game of the year? Caesar Boxing. Because 3DO had an ad on the show. They did, Tim. Ooh, man, that's a good... I mean, now I know that it's not NHL. Um, I guess something with FMV in it. Okay. And, and NBA Jam is not part of this whole thing? Um, no, yeah, it's not. It, 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 it is? I would just say that. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Maybe you say that the word. The award for best sports game goes to... da 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 Caesars World of Boxing. How did Henry get that right? I went. Yeah, follow the money, man. Let's follow the money. <laughs> and I didn't. I don't know if I grabbed the full clip of this. At and one, again, Panasonic. It was a CD game, probably with re, uh, full motion video. And yep. yes. Yeah. Every time I thought I was done watching this video, it's over two hours long. It's yeah, long something long. else would happen. And yeah. then, like, I'm scrubbing. Like oh, I'm done with this commercial. Commercial. Shelly Duvall. What? Is, <laughs> she just, gives like a two minute. Like, yes, like a Mr. T WWE Hall of Fame speech <laughs> like, about like, educational games. And oh, yeah. boy. Nominates two educational games. One is uh, called Ruff's Dog, about a dog. <laughs> and the other one is called Additions to Addiction. Let me see. Also tonight, two special awards need mention. Let's take a look at two outstanding but very different approaches to interactive education. I finally found myself at the age of 17. I was talked, addicted to drugs, to heroin, to cocaine mm. or LSD. And finally, I all I had to do was raise my hand and say, hi, I'm an alcoholic and I'm... So, <laughs> as far Whoa. as I can tell, this game, uh, the game, air quotes, there are, three, there are three different people you can select from, and then you can select early, addiction... Like depravity and recovery, and Whoa. they'll tell you stories from each one. And this is being presented like alongside. It's so it's just like watch this documentary. It's like edutainment. Yeah. yeah, but then again, it's just this like look. Yeah. It's not look. It's not like Pong and Mario Brothers. This is real. <laughs> you are so different. But and, and I'm guessing the videos are stamp sized. Like they're actually not too bad. It they're was, all PC games. I so. saw some of those clips. Were like nope, tiny little picture. Like oh the, yeah, the sports almanac. Dennis Miller, size. babe. <laughs> It's so I, I had a bunch of that crap like the, Steve like the, Jobs interior decorator. <laughs> got to play that. Charles game. Fleischer, the voice of Roger Rabbit, introduces I bet best that would comedy be game. A, amazing to stream is that Dennis Miller game. Yeah. Oh god. Because oh. it's going to be yeah, all babe. references from 1993. Yeah, <laughs> Let me reference another dead guy, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Saddam Hussein. Uh, I'm Saddam Hussein with Oliver Cromwell. There's only uh, one Dennis the Menace, and it doesn't have Walter Matthau. Am I right, Jay North? <laughs> <laughs> 
place that you should yeah, play. Yeah, no one got that. No one laughed at it because they shouldn't have. Play Virtual Springfield too. I, I I don't know how to get this game to work, Tim. You were you, oh, I played a lot of Virtual Springfield. Can you get? But like, is it possible to work box? on a modern? Computer? Yeah. I don't know. If it's not on good old games or Steam, like I got, I help can't you. believe it. Yeah. Got to help you unless you can go to like an old like thrift store and cobble together a Frankenstein's. Monster I probably PC. could. It's just like I have access to download like almost any game that I want. Now it's just like EXE files when there's no emulation community. Man, be good, fucking good luck. careful. Be good luck. very careful. The, don't let the archivist and you think too hard about that. <laughs> and of course. Uh, I missed. I may not have played this clip. JTT will tell you how these votes are all being decided. <laughs> also this evening, for the very first time on ever on a live telecast, you, the viewer, will be able to vote for your favorite game online via the Prodigy Services Network and the phone number, which will appear on your screen. Sure. What, what is? How is it online? But also, you call in ninety nine cents a minute. I don't understand that. I, I, guess I don't know an, what. The, I, don't I guess un- you go on to Prodigy and take it. A poll or something. Which in '94, like the internet was, it was unlimited I, still, though, right? I, unlimited. Right? Yeah. Well, like if you had a if you had Prodigy, it was like a certain amount of month. Well, the internet, access. the internet was a myth. When I don't. Yeah, 94. that thing did not uh, exist to no, me. I had a like where I was, like '96, people started getting it, and I didn't get it till '97. It was, it was all bulletin boards in Prodigy. There wasn't like mm-hmm. websites, right? Right. And, yeah. and comment sections. Huh. It was just bulletin boards. No pictures. Period. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Alt sex stories. Everybody was on. <laughs> yeah. A- yes. ASL. Oh my God. That was one of my first instances with Prodigy. My friend showed me how it worked, and look, I'm cyber uh, sexing this girl. I want to make love to you so bad and like let me handle this and I threw out this like penthouse forum <laughs> diatribe and then like to another to another to, 14 year old boy to another girl and like and she's mm. like I don't know this is all this is all in the middle of an all night road rash marathon that really <laughs> happened and I'm just sitting there typing away I want to lick your butt fuck your butt touch your butt like never seen a woman naked I don't know what the fuck I'm doing <laughs> I don't even know I'm, just, have I'm butts, literally like, describing sex things that I've heard I but I give just, you road rash I, <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with a pipe on a Ducati it's gonna be great and uh <laughs> and uh and it's so long and then my friend like Dude, what did you send her? And like, I, nothing. Just never mind. There's no good into that story. She just never contacted him again. I, I went full full bore, mm. as usual. Overly emotional. Hogwild. That's it. That's all I have for. Cyber well, the whole the whole thing. If you just go to YouTube and type it. in Cybermania, you can watch the whole two hour thing. And it's it's. If you don't value your time, <laughs> I'm going to sit here and pretend like I'm not going to watch this thing in its entirety at the it's, earliest it's opportunity. It's so much fun to watch. Those I old commercials. There's well, old, and there's old commercials like included in there. So Troy Aikman's well, brain. We were trying to watch a little bit more of it before we started here. Yeah, and uh, we we almost, I think we made it like... We a, almost sunk a, into the whole... We, we had to watch yeah, the we, whole thing. We, we, we had to peel ourselves away. Yeah. Even the it, commercials in are coming up on NBC, Earth it, 2. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> And when the smash cut of get $5 rebate for the speed VHS, and it's just a bus in the air. It was like a five-second commercial. If that. (laughs) All right, we're done. That's We've Been Laser Time. This is our talk on dumb award shows. I hope everybody's happy. I give this episode an award for best episode. Thank you, Henry. <laughs> the only he could reach. There was a, there was a window. Speaking Universal Studios. Yeah, there you go. That, yeah, that was Universal. Ho- oh yeah, that was great. The product placement. Of like, let me go outside and show you some scenes from Universal Hollywood. There is a prolonged sequence of Leslie Nielsen advertising Universal Studios, <laughs> and you can see like that uh, fucking. There's another Seth MacFarlane ripoff, like ripped off Leslie Nielsen's joke from that thing of running into Doc Brown. Yeah. That's right, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, ripped he ripped off Cybermania. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, just another thing Seth MacFarlane ripped off. I bet he um, watched it. 
I can't imagine him not. Uh, I think the greatest thing we could do in the world is try and stage on the exact same stage with as many le- people living the exact same performance. <laughs> wow. I, yeah. It should happen. We need to get it. We need to Make get this big. Goal. So look it up on YouTube, people. This needs to become a sensation. It's pretty. I, there's something that whenever I see that, it makes me really sad. The the vision of the future of virtual reality, CD games, and FMV games that never happened, but was really being pushed at all of us very, very mm-hmm. hard. And I look at it now. I guess it was just the American American developers trying to take back the Japanese stronghold of software in the country. Well, and maybe they thought making it more like a movie was yeah. how it would work. And uh, we are, I mean, we are we closer to are. movies. If you look at, if you look at the last of us, which was a game I very much enjoyed, it's, it's about eight hours of cutscene, not eight hours of cutscenes. It's it, over three, over three hours of cutscenes in that. Like it is movie storytelling still, like in a lot of ways, it's a like, lot of self gameplay. I mean, it's a game. I mean, I don't know. In fact, there's a lot, a lot of games now where, and they're AAA, and they're these huge multi-million sellers, and they get huge pushes, but it's still like, this is a game where you could take the core gameplay concept, and it could almost be anything. The core gameplay concept yep. is usually not tied to the narrative. Yes. Is the MacGuffin at the end of a hallway? Good. She wanted it into this yeah, game. Yeah, so it's like, while I did love Last of Us, and I did love Bioshock, it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, Bioshock's not the best example, because the plasmids at least fits into yeah. the whole thing, but it's like, you... It's a game where you get powers and do things, so the reason for why you have the powers is kind of incidental. Mm-hmm. Well, what's awesome is that we live in a time where we have that, but they also have the other end of the spectrum where it's pure gameplay with yeah. like Rogue Legacy or Spelunky or something yeah, like yeah. that. Just and that's definitely gameplay. yeah where I'm leaning more now. Mario is Golf. Like, yeah. Because I'm, I'm way more into buying a game like that, that is get better perform better and yeah. the game will reward you with more than paying mo- for like a 10 hour movie and then I think like Bloodborne and, and Dark Souls is a hint at like yeah. the in between where it doesn't just have to be retro side scrolly stuff exactly. and it doesn't have to be like, pure film the, like, yeah I've gone like Souls is one of those series where it's like the marketing told you this was hard and you're gonna get crushed and it's like that was a great marketing tool this game is no harder than Zelda 1 right. like it's it's an old game that just right. happens to have not, fewer not, people have played hard, it it's just for me it was, it was obtuse I did need you standing there and, and yeah, it, it asks part of the fun. What does yeah. it do? It now? asks a lot of you, but mm-hmm. it's like think back when you were a little kid. How mm-hmm. much help did you have when you put on Metroid for the first time? Yeah. You, you had, had to, no help. You went to at recess. You got your yeah. Help. yeah. You had to I, talk to people. I, which I, me I, talking to Grim is yeah. how I learned how to play Dark Souls. I would Souls. say like coming back to life, like that was kind of a secret. I, I'm my, getting my soul back or whatever. Mm. Like I, I am down to half health. Bring you to life. Is this what, I'm, what is that called? Uh, yeah, getting your soul, claiming your souls. Yeah, yeah or like, there'll be it, an item that will like reduce like how many souls you lose or how much life you lose every time yeah, you die. And that, if you don't get that item, the you're item that screwed. gets my soul back does not say that. It says it goes into another universe. But doing that, no. Anytime you die, you get, you pick up your souls. However, about no, an the, hour the in life the thing where I have like half my life. Yeah. So the game never tells you explicitly that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Each time you die, after you've died and aren't human you lose your what? that is the that's this is we went, not, we went yeah. but i'm saying that's yeah, that's that's the cruelty part like that's not so much yeah. discoveries and like it would take me trial and error alone that, yeah. for a game fact. that went from award show talk to just earnest dark souls conversation yeah, right. within like 30 on. seconds that was go. amazing but I appreciate, that is i really appreciate it <laughs> dark souls 2 is my game of the year hands down like there's nothing that will come out this i year that will, i am uh, i think i'm with you i can't wait to spend yeah. more money on that dlc yeah. i'm gonna be so sad when it's over i still have another boss to go so oh, the last boss is so good. Mm. So I have a podcast called Cape Christ. Do you? Yeah, it's uh, where you talk about comic books every week. Just had a big old, or at some point we had a big old review of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That was a lot of fun, right, guys? Mm-hmm. We told. 
Christmas. You want to hear that sound effect? Love that sound. Jesus. With longer horns. Uh, VGEmpire.com, video game music podcast. Uh, we've done Persona episode. We've done old movie games episode relevant to this. Uh, and everything in between. Ah. I don't know when this. Po- I don't know when this posts. So we did a Golden Axe Eventually. episode. We've done Metal Gear. We've done Chrono. We never did Chrono Trigger. Rock. I'll do that later. Who knows? Timmy. PG Empire is great. I just want to plug. Oh, nice. That. Cool. Yeah. Not just because I was on an episode, but uh, or will be. Uh, uh, this post, yeah, the, but the timeline is. It's always tricky. You will have uh, Otherwise, stuff I do is GameInformer.com and. I uh, really love doing replay and super replay. We're going through currently uh, alternating playthrough of Resident Evil, the PlayStation 96 original, and then the GameCube remake, and just going back and forth, and that's a blast. Otherwise, uh, I'm on I'm on Twitter at um, Tip Turry. Tip Turry, Tip Turry. Mm. Uh, there's it. also Cheap Popcast, the pro wrestling podcast, that's and right. Vidya Game Apocalypse, our video show. game show. Weekly, weekly video game show. If you liked all the video game talk in this one, you oh, should. Man, it was a lot. Too. It was a lot. But yes, find out more at lasertimepodcast.com. Tell a friend. Like us on Facebook at Laser Time Show. Follow us on Twitter at Laser Time Show. Laser Time Network on YouTube and twitch.tv slash Time. I know you remembered all that. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure else? they didn't skip the plugs or just like go to the end or go, just start listening no, to another podcast. No, because if you did, then you were going to miss what we're going to close out on, which is whatever Cybermania song they did. Oh, uh, boy. It's really Cyber good. Generation. <laughs> they seemed in such a rush the whole show, and yet they're like, nah, set aside ten minutes for this dance. This two-frame-a-second uh, interpretive dance. Mm-hmm. Which we will did. express what the future of video games And, about. yeah, we will hopefully embed this somewhere on YouTube, um, this entire thing. It's really fun to watch. Um, I cannot wait to see it in full. Good night, guys. Stop. 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 Stop.